When you started a new job, you're all excited, yet nervous. You wonder what the people will be like, and you wonder if they'll like you, will you like them. And of course, you want to make a good impression. You feel confident in your skills and your abilities because, after all, that's why you were hired. But yet, you still wait and watch. You wait to see what other people will do and how they do it. And then, you follow suit. You follow them because that's the way they do things here. You want to fit in. Those are called the unwritten rules. And it's these unwritten rules that make up a company or workplace culture. In this episode, we'll be delving into what workplace culture actually is and why it is important for you to care about it and nurture it as a leader. As Christian women in leadership, we often find ourselves struggling with the balance between implementing faith-based leadership principles and the worldly perspectives of our colleagues and team members. You once felt passionate about leadership, but have often come up against people with fixed mindsets who are unwilling to change. You feel like giving up and stepping out of your leadership role because is it really worth it? Friend, you're in the right place. Here we're not only going to talk about the challenges, we're going to tackle them head on with a faith-based approach that's both practical and empowering. So, if you're ready to transform your leadership journey, to set boundaries that make a real impact, and to create a workplace culture where both you and your team can thrive, then join me in uncovering the strategies, wisdom, and godly guidance that will lead you to success. I'm Rekha Whelan, and welcome to the Woman of Faith in Leadership podcast. Together, we're going to navigate leadership with faith as our foundation. Let's get started. Grab your coffee or water, keep that notebook and pen handy, and let's jumpstart your leadership. I've often been asked the question, what is workplace culture really and why am I so passionate about it? Why does it actually really matter? Well, let's discuss what is workplace culture in the first place. Everything that makes up the relationships between people and the things that people do make up workplace culture. So you've got those two different aspects, relationships and then the things that people do. So let's take a moment to reflect about the relationships in your workplace. Would you classify them as healthy? Or if you think about when people are communicating with each other, do you think that they respect each other? Is it clear that they respect each other? Or is it actually clear that they don't respect each other and that they don't get along? And that they're dealing with it quite badly or sometimes even ugly? How do people handle conflict? Do you have some healthy debates in your workplace? Or do people just not deal with conflict very well and it gets awkward very quickly? What about the things that people do? Do they do the right thing? Or do they constantly do the wrong thing and seemingly don't care about it? Let's think about your workplace and organization in terms of the unwritten rules. The things that people do every day, that's not written down, but they do it anyway. So for example, when you start at a workplace, you see how everybody acts or what they do when it's lunchtime. Do they get up from their desk immediately? Do they go five minutes early? Are they on time? And when you have to come back from your lunch break, do they take a 10, what do you guys do? Is it 10 minutes longer than what it's meant to be? Um, Do you just not care about the time? You just stroll back leisurely? Or do people go back to work when their lunch break's over and they get back to work? 
So that's a that's a an example of, for example, an unwritten rule. It's not written anyway, and it's potentially written in your contract, in your workplace contract, how long your break is, or um, how long you're allowed to um, to have a break from work. But the unwritten rule might be that people just don't care about it. They don't apply that. Um, but also the leader or the manager just doesn't even follow it up. People do the wrong thing, but they don't follow it up. So the unwritten rule there is that you can do what you want in terms of your lunch break hour because your manager is not going to follow it up. Finally, let's think about the consequences, which is something that I just mentioned. Um, in your workplace, when people have conflict, gossip, and they communicate, for example, disrespectfully, what expectations have your workplace or your organization created to combat this? Now, during your reflection, I am sure that you already identified uh, a couple of issues or a couple of things that's going really well for you and your organization. But all of the above can be classified as workplace culture. The relationships between people and the way people do things. And it's these two things that if we can be sure to prioritize these two things in terms of you know how people act and what people do, then we can successfully have a positive workplace culture. So why should you actually care about workplace culture? Because this is a question that I've been asked before. Why should I actually really care about it? You know, people uh, people are adults. They can they can deal with it. They can you know, they should be able to, or they've got common sense, they should be able to deal with this like adults. But the reality is that people are just people. We're human beings, we make mistakes, we make human errors, and we sometimes lack good judgment. So it's important for us as leaders to know that although we, we hold our team and our colleagues to a higher expectation, they are still human, um, and therefore they can make judgment errors. Because people can make these judgment errors, it means that we as leaders or the organizations, operations team, CEOs, board members, there should be boundaries in place because of our lack of judgment that we sometimes have as human beings. Therefore, there needs to be boundaries in place. Therefore, boundaries is going to come up quite a lot during this podcast because I believe boundaries is the, is our number one way of making sure that people don't make those mistakes. And if they do make a mistake, we've got those boundaries or those policies and procedures to point to and say, you know, you've breached this policy and procedure. But I also mentioned in episode one, please go and listen if you haven't had a chance, that everyone that we work with, and obviously depending on your working hours, they are your family. Your, your, the people at work become your work family because we spend more time at work, again, depending on your hours, we spend more time at work than what we do at home. And family matters. Your family's culture matters. You uphold certain traditions and festivals in your culture. And why do you do that? Because it's important to you. It's important to your culture. It's the way you were born. It's the way you were raised. It's a form of respect to your parents. It's a form of respect to your forefathers to celebrate things in your culture. I'm South African, so we've got South African traditions. I've come over to Australia, so now I've adopted some Australian culture traditions as well. And why do I do that? Because um, I want to, well, I want to integrate into the Australian society, but for my South African heritage, my children will know South African heritage here in Australia because that is very important to me and to my family that my children know our South African roots 
um, in particular the two children who were not born in South Africa but here in Australia, they know that we are South African. They might be Australian citizen citizens because they were born here, but our blood is still South African. So family matters, and I think it's important that you understand that your work family matters as well. If your work culture is toxic, it will affect the individual people working there. So again, think of your family life. Think if there's one person in the household that's going through a really, really tough time. It affects everyone else in the household. If you've got someone that's going through a tough time mentally, it can really bog the whole family down. So therefore, it takes it basically takes the rest of the family to help that person to raise them up and to say, we've got you, we're here to support you, and you're not alone in this. And so the similar the way you think of that as family at home, you need to think about your work family or your, your colleagues and your team members as a family. Because people's mental health will suffer if there's a toxic work environment or a toxic workplace culture. And as a result of that, productivity will suffer. And as a result of that, your business or the organization will suffer as a result. So there's actually a long, there's long-term effects that a toxic workplace culture can have. And I truly believe that if we allow these toxic workplace cultures, the, these, these people who gossip, who constantly are rude to each other, we, we, they disrespect each other, they bully each other, they discriminate against each other. If we just allow these things to carry on, then, then, then we're actually part of the problem. And I was part of the problem for a long time until I realized that, oh my goodness, I'm actually part of this problem. So as a leader, it's very important, and that's why I bring it up very early um, in this podcast, it's very important to me that as a leader, you need to go and first check your own heart. Go and self-reflect. Am I gossiping? Am I part of this problem? Am I inadvertently encouraging gossip because I'm constantly having people come and tell me what other people are saying? You know, as leaders, we want to know what goes on in our team, and we want people to report back, but inadvertently, we can also actually... Um, encourage gossip. So go and reflect as a leader. Ask yourself these questions. Think to yourself, am I part of the problem? And if you think you're part of the problem, then this is the place to be. This is the place you have found the right podcast because I will be supporting and helping you and giving you the tools to not only work with yourself, but to work with your team. We have the perfect opportunity as leaders to make a difference, to not only make a difference in the lives of our team members that we lead, but also to make a difference within ourselves and in our community because your organization or the organization that you work for is part of the community and the community gets affected by a toxic work environment as well because the business is not running as productive or as effective as it should be because of toxic workplaces. So think about this you can change the culture of your workplace from toxic to positive you can change the culture from people having fixed mindsets to growth mindsets and you can change the culture from i don't like coming to work to i love coming to work and my work my work family is here so how can you do that how can you change your toxic negative fixed mindset workplace to a workplace where people thrive and love coming to work well number one you need to start with yourself Okay, get your notebook, write this down. And number one is you need to start with yourself. This is extremely important. You need to go and ask yourself crucial questions like, am I part of the problem? 
Am I gossiping? Am I talking to someone disrespectfully? Because leadership is influence. Um, this is what John Max, from, according to John Maxwell, and I believe it is so, so, so true. We have the ability to influence other people and to, to influence the trajectories of their lives. So as leaders, we've got a responsibility to show integrity and to show people the way to go. But if we are also part of the problem, then that's our number one problem that we have to solve is ourselves. We have to work on ourselves first before we can work on others. The Bible says in Matthew 7 verse 2 to 7, For you will be treated as you treat others. The standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of this speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? This is very, very true for leadership as well, is we need to start with ourselves. We need to take the log out of our own eye first before we can worry about the splinter in somebody else's eye or the speck in somebody else's eye, as I say in the Bible. So that's number one, is start with yourself. Number two, Make a decision that you are going to change the culture and the environment in your workplace. Well, number one, you have to commit to change yourself if that's a problem. But number two, then you have to commit to making a change and make a commitment. Write that commitment down. I would take it to your notebook and I would write in my notebook. I am on this day. I am committed to making a change to myself, to my own behaviors and to the workplace culture in and then name the organization. And will this be an easy road for you? Unfortunately not. But the reward on the other side is that you can have a positive workplace culture where where not only you, but also your team thrive and they enjoy coming to work. And there's no negativity. And yes, people might be going through tough days. But again, as a family, you're going to come together and you're going to support that person. It's not going to hold. It's not going to bring the whole team down. No. The whole team's actually going to support that one person and build and lift them up. So then number three, you're going to subscribe to this podcast and make sure that you have your notebook and pen handy as I'll be sharing some strategies that have worked for me in the past, but also I know have worked for others and that I know will work for you. And then number four, join the community. So um, just go to womenoffaithinleadership.com and there is a link where you can go and join the free Facebook community. Here, I will be on this group actively and I'll be answering any questions that you might have. There'll be lots of sharing. I'll be doing live coaching calls once a month. Um, And make sure that you post your questions in the group because I will be addressing those questions in the live coaching calls if I have not answered them um, by immediately. Because some topics are a bit bigger than I'll I'll, um, have lots to say about it more. Otherwise, I will respond to you directly. So for today, to end this podcast, I'd like you to commit, commit to change and uh, commit to making the necessary changes that that you need to make. Now, I look forward to seeing you back on Friday because on Friday I will be, the first episode of the gossip series will be launched or will be published. um, And then I look forward to seeing you then. so much for listening if this podcast blessed you in some way the number one way you can thank me is by leaving a review your feedback means the world to me and lights me up every single time when i read it and it makes me want to keep going so please leave a review and your review will also help other christian women in leadership find the answers they are looking for so whether you're on spotify or apple Podcasts. 
scroll down to the review section and leave that review. Then head over to womenoffaithinleadership.com and join our free Facebook community and I look forward to engaging with you there.